You are now tuned in with Real to Real. Are you for real? They're the real deal. Viewer's discretion is advised. Oh yeah, yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Real to Real. If this is your first time, my name is Alex Dargay, and joining me always, Kevin Ramsamy and Joey Samidi. And today we have a special guest, Mr. Bodybuilding Gold Medal, 75 Hard Filmmaking Visionary, Dalen Dunson, aka DXD Breed. Yo, what's up, guys? <laughs> DXD Breed. That was a fire intro. That was a good intro. Yeah. Before we even get started, pull up your Instagram, type in DXD Breed. So you know who you're looking at. I'll throw it up on the screen right now for you guys. Yeah. You can just type in DXD. I'll pop up. <laughs> <laughs> DXD. Verified yet? Uh, we're we're pushing it. Yeah. yeah. We're pushing it. Cool. Yeah. He's got a lot of good visuals, a lot of good workout content on there. So definitely check him out. But Dylan, I'll let you uh, introduce yourself. Yeah. So I'm DXD Breed. Um, Cleveland, born and raised. Um on my road to pro journey, just got done with one of my shows uh, here in Avon Performing Arts Center. So, uh, got first place um, class novice, first place overall novice, second place true novice, second place open class A men's physique, nationally qualified. Got another show coming on May 27th, and then another show November. So, yeah. But that's basically me. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, that's basically <laughs> it, bro. <laughs> basically it. You kidding me? You just freaking listed off your resume. That's dope. <laughs> so, all right. So, how how did you get into bodybuilding, man? Because I remember you were always like into like we went to BG together. You were always into you know fitness and stuff. So, yeah. how did you get into that like bodybuilding field? I guess, or how did you get so passionate about it? I just fell in love with transformation, like constant, constant, just. Like even the first company I started Metamorphosis and my clothing oh, yeah. and stuff, I was just a, I was just like it's a fun thing just to keep evolving into a better version of yourself, and that's really how I got into training. I mean, we were training at the rec in college, you know what I mean? And then I guess I was just like, you know what? Let's just start a fitness account, start at that, and then just you know been consistent ever since. Took a year off, but came back better, you know what I mean? So um, really, just got into bodybuilding though just by working out and then hit nutrition and then personal training as well. So my parents were bodybuilders back in the day too. So a lot of it came over as genetics, which is pretty cool, but it took me a while to kick into them. So that's yeah. sweet. Yeah. I don't know if I told you this, but you inspired me to do 75 hard the first time a couple of years ago. Cause I remember obviously we met at BG, but it was like COVID times you had your initial fitness page up and you were just posting content. It's like you were in good shape then not nearly what you're in now. <laughs> I think you were just posting stuff like to inspire people and yeah. start up and you were doing like the first form thing and everything. And I remember you initially inspired me to do the 75 heart. So you've done it, what, a couple times now? Yeah, like I just got done with it doing my second time. So I've done it the first time, I just didn't capture it on camera. So it's a what's, pretty cool experience. What's the hardest portion, you think? The, uh, I would definitely say the outdoor workouts. Outdoor workout, yeah. Yeah, because we live in Ohio. No, dude, I know. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. Especially if you do it, yeah, in the winter, like yep. you did it. Yeah. I don't think it's, it's the nutrition and stuff, the no alcohol, the water. That's pretty easy. You know what I mean? Mine's the gallon of water. 
it's that's hard. tough. That, it is hard, but it's you do get, you do get used to it too. I mean, so. I feel good when I do it, but it's yeah. just hard to just keep drinking it. Yeah. You know? No, I'll admit. Sometimes I haven't like reached the entire gallon that day, but yeah. at least I put the gallon in front of my face and say, "All right, yeah, drink. for yeah. sure, for sure." Yeah, it's better than not having a gallon of water with you. So right, I remember there were times too where I'd like just wake up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom like twice from drinking so much water or having to catch up. Because it's like 9 p.m. and I still have to yeah. drink a quarter of a gallon yeah. or something. Like during prep, my coach made me drink like two gallons of water because you got to flush the sodium out. Holy and shit. I would drink like two to three gallons during peak week. And literally, I would go to the bathroom at night four or five times. Jeez. I'm not even kidding. It was terrible. I did not get How do you sleep. drink three gallons of water a day? That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Bodybuilders are just built different, I guess. I guess so. Dude, I would definitely say this, though. I think it got my veins to blow up, though, because... The water? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. For I sure. was surprised. Just extravascular? Yeah. yeah. Is it because of the sodium or the water? Is it just because it's flushing all the sodium out? Yeah, it's flushing the sodium out, so therefore, when you hit the stage, you're just really dry because your body's so used to taking in all that water, and then it doesn't, you know what I mean, for, like, a day, so yeah so walk me through like what prep looks like because there's a big difference between prepping for bodybuilding and just working out hard and eating right <laughs> uh it's all mental you know i feel like when you give yourself the go to you know eat whatever you want work out anything you want i feel like you just have like kind of a leeway you know with getting by by stuff but by the time you hit that stage it, it you like yours like you show everything on that stage and you pretty much show the judges that you haven't missed a beat and that's what i that's when it comes down to prep like i got in such a habitual routine where i had to weigh my potassium and my salt every night and i'm not even kidding like a quarter of a teaspoon of potassium a quarter of a teaspoon of salt um i would um prep all my foods like the night before you know what i mean and then you really start seeing like drastic results by week three to the point where your body's able to change every day so therefore it's like some days i'll have high days for like two days with like 500 calorie fasted cardio on um the stairmaster you know what i mean and then the next day it's just a stupid low day of food yeah. No cardio, no nothing. And then the body responds just the way it's supposed to respond when it doesn't. So I'm so fascinated by it. But when you're in prep, you just, you can't miss a beat. You can't. Especially when, like, that four week out, I would say four to six week out time frame, that's when you really have to dial in, especially, like, for naturals. You know what I mean? So. So before a show, I know we, I know I first met you at that event we were at. Um, I think you were, like, a week. Your show was, like, a week away. Yeah, something, something like that. that. Yeah. What do you do bef- like in that week to two week span before your show? Like, can you only drink water? Like, do you eat anything? Like, yeah. What so is that? Any, any, anything I ate was meal prep based. It was all in the nutrition plan my coach gave me. Uh, only allowed to have water. I even canceled out the ghost energy drinks. Uh, so like no caffeine oh, really. I got all my caffeine from the oxy shred <clears throat> fat burner though when I did my fasted cardio. So that okay. was that was really all the caffeine I really needed at that time. So it was it's it's stupid strict. That's all I have to say. Did about you it. do you feel energized before that? Like before a show? Or are you just like drained? Both. Both? Yeah, cuz like you're nervous but you're chill at the same time. So like okay. I'm sitting there sweating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it's bad. Like just to try to keep the tan on, you know what I mean? All of that. Like, when I put the tan on, I was like, all right, this is happening right right now, you know? And then that's when I was just, like, 
literally like a day before the show, I was able to like process all the emotions that I did from the past eight months. And I'm like, wow, just yeah. to get to that point. Yeah. Not a lot of people can do that. Yeah. No, especially yeah. with the energy levels. Like, I mean, I feel like your energy levels are at your all time low yeah. during the show. But just That's because what I of would the, think too. Yeah, just, just because of what you eat and, you know, yeah. what you have to stick to. Mm -hmm. And so if there's no surplus of anything yeah you're running in bare minimum that's the thing with bodybuilders though it's like sometimes they're like yeah i feel like great it's like no you're supposed to feel like shit. if yeah. you don't feel like shit, you're doing something wrong I, I did that at the posing clinic and i was looking like at this guy like now we're mutual friends and stuff he was like yeah man i feel great and i'm just looking at him like <laughs> <laughs> i was like all right so so was this your first show yeah this is my first show so you were probably training for it what eight months a year eight months eight months i mean so yeah. when you first hit the stage and you got off the stage were you like damn i like <laughs> eight months for that like was it like that or were you like excited were you nervous so it's a funny story so the first time i go on i'm nervous as shit yeah <laughs> i go i go out there and i hit my poses because this is this is prejudging so you got to go through the whole routine pretty much I'm doing it, and then you gotta go up to the side. For some reason, I don't know why, my left leg is shaking the entire time. And I'm like, <laughs> Just because you're nervous? Yeah. And I'm like, this is so bad right now. I'm like looking at my coach in the eyes, and I'm like, I'm nervous as shit. The rest of my composition comes up, and I'm like, all right. I'm like, suck it up. You work too hard to get here. The second and third time I went out there, I made it my bitch. You know what I mean? And then finals came, and I wish I did pose better in that first round because that could have made me sweep the show. You know what I mean? It was just those little mess-ups, you know? If I can tell my leg was shaking, the judge can tell. Oh, for sure. You know They're looking I mean? at everything. They're looking at everything. So, yeah. Yeah, I think there's so much that goes into bodybuilding, like not just the – the workouts itself but the diet and then also the posing right like how important is posing into winning a an actual competition you can have the best physique in the world and if you don't know how to pose you are going to lose and you're going to look like a fool i've seen guys that have like close to close to the physiques i have you know what i mean i'm like i'm like by the time you see them like pumping up backstage you're like holy shit they get on stage they don't know how to fucking pose and you're like damn that's a waste of potential how are you like how are you not practicing your posing like the night of and the morning of you know what i'm saying i'm like it has to be yeah. that's a habit i i still do it you know what i mean i was like i'm not even able to see the cuts like i used to but i'm still posing in the morning how long does it take night. to like master because i know it's you like, can't master posing unless you're a ifbb pro <laughs> well i mean you know yeah, what I mean? like i don't yeah like it takes like the whole because i was uh training for classic physique and I switched over to men's physique because classic was too much. Because I had too much going on. I couldn't even figure out my whole 45 second choreography. You know what I mean? I couldn't even do all that. So I was like, you know what? It's just best as a beginner to go into men's physique and master these three poses. You Wait, know what I mean? So slow down. So there's classic physique and men's physique. And then open bodybuilding. What's the difference between the three? One, you wear a thong. Two, you wear a compression spandex shorts, kind of. The third one, you wear trunks. Men's physique trunks, bodybuilding thongs, and then classic physique, the spandex shorts. So it's just on the crunch level, that's all. Shit. Yeah. Joey, you should so, do the open <laughs> body. <laughs> I was just about to say, we should all sign up for the thong. Let's wear a thong. Jeez. I can so, How was that, dude? Like, was it weird, like, wearing a thong? 
I never, I didn't wear a thong. <laughs> I was in men's physique. It's all it's on. I didn't think about you in a thong right now. That's no, all I can think about. That was just like threw me off. I don't yeah. know why. No, I did not. I did not do bodybuilding. I did strictly men's physique. That was it. <laughs> oh, all right, cool. My family would have been disappointed. <laughs> disappointed. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's why I asked. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, when my when my parents saw my sister in a bikini the, for the first time, like on her show, they're like, "I'm pretty sure my dad almost had a heart attack." He's like standing <laughs> like, <laughs> like breathing heavy, like, <sighs> but he was trying to like keep his cool. He was like, "Okay, okay, like it's normal, it's normal." And it, you know, you could just see it going through his head. Oh my god, it was so funny, man. He's man. a chill guy. He's a chill guy for sure. But man, there's a lot of fucking mental prep that goes into that too. Like, how how do you? Were you prepared for the the time suck and the, like the mental suck that it takes out of you, like just from dieting and working out at the same time, or and just sticking to everything? Were you prepared for that at all in the beginning? Did anyone tell you about that, or no? I mean, at this point, I watched so many YouTube videos, I kind of already knew what to expect. Um, like I said, I was in a twelve week prep, so by the time I was eight weeks out. I just felt this plateau where I was like, all right. I was like, you have to go further than you are right now. And that meant just going through the routine of getting up, of doing the breakfast, of going straight to the gym to do your cardio, getting back home, eating. As long as I went through that routine just every day that I was supposed to, I knew I would be fine. And that's really all it takes. You just It's simple. Most people think that bodybuilding is the most rocket science sport in the world. I'm like, it's not. Your coach is literally telling you everything you need to do. Most of the coaches out there are pros. You know what I mean? They've been on the stage. They know more than I do. And then I had a posing coach and I had like my actual coach. You know what I mean? So therefore, when I'm absorbing all this knowledge, and like I said, I was only 22 at the time for my first show. I just turned 23. You know what I mean? You just, bodybuilders who are gonna be very good in this sport just do. Just do it, Nike, really. You know what I mean? So, just be consistent. Yeah, just be consistent. Like, I, I kid you not, like, you like you, you guys ever come across those days where it's like, you realize that you're doing the same thing every day? Like, I don't know. Like, your schedules as real estate agents too. Like, when you're about to go through the process of uh, doing a listing or doing a contract agreement or something like that, you guys have to do this first thing first before you even get started. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean the whole. Are, are you saying like a routine thing? Yeah, like it's almost like necessary in, in order to have the right energy level right. for the day to flow the right way. Yeah, even yeah. for you to like fill out a certain, um, a certain box. Yeah. You know what I mean? In the same place every time. Yeah, that's yeah. basically what. Well, it that. Is. But yeah. the whole business as a whole is just a complete emotional mm-hmm. roller coaster. Yeah. So. So yeah. I mean, there's no consistency, but yeah, yeah. They, I feel like everyone has their one thing that they have to do before you know get, dialing in. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The difference is we sell houses and you lift them. So it's a little bit different. <laughs> Just a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. But uh, I mean, it's the it's the same mindset though. At the same time, you know what I mean. You gotta you gotta get the house. You know what I mean. You gotta look for the house. You gotta look for the people. Then you gotta close the deal. Same thing with bodybuilding. You gotta do the fitness, you gotta do the nutrition, and you gotta step on stage. Close the show. Close right. the show. How important is it, I know you kind of touched on this, but like to have a good coach and good people around you, because I, I know just because we go to the same gym, the people around you, some have done it, some are doing it, 
and people are just pushing each other and then I know you have a good coach, how important is that into your success? It's into my success is the most important thing. I mean, I can do I can do everything myself. Like when it comes down to, you know, the workout and the nutrition, like no one's like gonna sit there and baby me and just hold my hand and be like, yeah, Dylan, eat the like, no, dude, you are in it by yourself. And there, there's this motivational thing where it's Joe Rogan even says, like, like the people in your hometown aren't going to believe you until you actually do it. You know what I mean? Because people just love the results. You know what I mean? They don't like the process. No one likes the damn process. Everyone hates the start of a journey. But then once you see you're at the end, once everyone saw I completed 75 hard, once everyone saw what I did after the show, you know what I mean? Next thing you know, the algorithm just goes through the roof and I'm like what the you know what I mean all from just like completing something you know what I mean accomplishment but at the same time I feel like it's so important to have that circle because you may lose your mind when it comes to this game and there are professional athletes that have lost their mind and never walked back into the sport and I'm like okay in order for me to be the best I have to be surrounded by the best and that's where my gym friends come in you have Evan Johnson, who's been in like three national shows. You've been, you got Andre, who did like nearly took the whole show away in his first show. You know what I mean? My boy Nas, my boy Kyle, they're all there. You know what I mean? So, and then it also comes with my family too. Like I was able to, my parents is really who I did the like the show for. That was my why, because they picked up bodybuilding but then or they left bodybuilding and never picked it back up you know what i mean so literally when i was pumping up backstage my dad like crowned me <laughs> he was like i'm passing the torch and i was like and just like hug him after the show especially my mom after the show just them high-fiving each other in the stands because like they're divorced you know what i mean next thing you know they're high-fiving each other in the stands you know what i mean like i was like holy shit that's, that's my awesome. boy you don't see that right and i'm just like i was like I still, like, fell short to second place in two events, but I was like, you know what? I was like, my mentality, I wanted to sweep the show. I didn't care. I know I'm one of the best. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I have the, like, I just, I'm that confident in myself to know that I could perform with the best. But no matter how much I wanted to sweep the show, I was like, you know what? I think you did win. Because the only thing that mattered was literally just making your parents proud at the end of the day. Sometimes, like, even in the fraternity and stuff, it was like, I was looking for validation from others. You should not be looking for validation for them. We're the same age, no. you know what yeah. I mean? They have nothing going for themselves. Why was I seeking so much attention? And then it came to the fact that it was like, whoa, this hit me, validation from my parents to know that I'm doing my own thing and they support it. You don't get that a lot. That means more than anything, dude. Yeah. Your parents are proud. Mm -hmm. You see them outside, high-fiving or whatever they were yes. doing. Yes, yes. Dad's yeah. passing the crown. Too. That's yeah. crazy. Man. My dad took, awesome. I feel took my trophy and went to go get my mom. I'm like, Dad, give me back my trophy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, but my parents are like my biggest supporters. Um, like I always say, like my my mom is the one who always told me like I can do everything. And my dad told me like, um, I mean, like it's like a different perspective of it. The way I was saying it earlier. Like my dad basically taught me that I was like not able to do everything but i don't know it's just like go-getters i guess you can say you know what i mean like a success level you can go get oh, anything this is, you want this is what it is my dad told me that uh my dad taught me to believe in anything my mom told me that i can do anything, do anything. yes a little combination of both right and when you have that you got the vision you got the faith boom yep yep so 
So what's your, do you have like a long, longer term vision with this whole bodybuilding thing? Or is it more so just near focus? Like I'm just working on what I am right now and the next competition and just trying to get as, you know, in best shape as you can. No, I want to turn pro. No doubt about it. That's it. I want to be pro. <laughs> I'll be pro and then I'll walk away. Once, yeah. So once you compete your your first pro competition, would you just stop after that? or would Probably. You? Okay. Because I feel like there is more people out there who need the knowledge. You know what I mean? I feel like the game can also be an addicting sport. And at the same time, it looks like you look up to, like, even some of the biggest influencers and bodybuilders, like Seabum. You know what I mean? Um, like, there's an upcoming one who I have a strong faith with. He's also trained by Hani, like David J. Butler as oh. well. Um and he's like, he's young, two years younger than me, and this dude looks like a complete stud. I think he's gonna be like the future of the game. But who's also the Miracle Bear? I forgot his actual name. Um, the German? Maybe he's German. I wanna put that in the podcast. Oh, I know, oh, I know it's Sebum. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like, I feel like it was, it was like a childhood dream to just one day have my own energy drink. I feel like that would be so cool. You know yeah, what I mean? That would be sweet. Yeah. Have my own energy drink in my own gym. Even if it came to the point where I was selling protein pre-workout, I'll be like, that's sick. Just build a brand, yeah. brand around yourself. Yes. That'd be so yes. sick. I always say, like, you can be a product of products. Yes. Dude, yes. if you have influence, like you that. can sell anything. Anything. Look at Logan Paul. He dropped that. I don't know prime. if you guys like Prime. I think yeah. it's terrible. I think it's garbage, but yeah, no, it's I, I tried it. It's it was garbage. Like, it's trash. The, like, red, white, and blue one? Yeah, I tried yeah. the blue one. It wasn't good. It was Mine was the one that looks like those... Um, popsicles, like firework popsicles. Mm. The Bomb pop, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. bad. I haven't had guys. that one. The rock pop. It wasn't that bad. But still, like, they suck. I think they're terrible, and most people yeah. I know don't like them. But, but just the they fact sell that Logan because Paul. it's Logan Paul. Like he, yeah, created it. Like Vaughn Walker, um, who's also like sponsored by Raw Nutrition. Uh, he came out like with these treats, protein treats, and Seabum posted it, and he gained like ten thousand followers overnight. Damn. Imagine you having that kind of influence. Yeah. So, like, you could just post one thing. How much money is that worth at that point? Exactly. I, mean, I was going to be like, hey, post this, and I'll give you, like, a thousand bucks. How much would it even cost? Yeah. yeah. Like, 10 cents a follower? Yeah. Do it all, all day, every day. Where attention goes, money flows, boys and girls. For sure. That is facts. facts. That is facts. you got a decent amount of followers on Instagram. What, did you, what would you say, like, is more important like the quality of your videos or the quantity of your videos quality over quantity any day yeah any day Are you you're dropping like every day like once, i'm trying to once every day he's got I, both quantity yeah, i know quality. you got yeah you got i quality um, and quantity i'm trying to get on other social media platforms like tiktok and youtube right now so that's what i'm experimenting with because i honestly think like instagram i think it may blow up in the summertime uh, to the point where I really need to push my content now. But it's all about, like, creating an aesthetic and consistency. But I feel like your quality needs to win the game because there's this like, one guy I followed, and he literally gained, like, 15,000 followers in, like, less than two weeks just by providing knowledge to say, like, here are five tips for fat burning or here's how to get more gains than using steroids, and it was to get more sleep. Videos yeah. blew up just by him talking to the camera, and I'm like... That shows that there is a blueprint to this fitness influencer world and that if you can do workouts, if you look good, you can do workouts, and you can talk to the camera, you are golden. Provide value while you're doing it, too. Yes, for and sure. If I want to get to, like, the long pictures, like, I look for three things in my content. I look for professionalism. You know what I mean? I look for professionalism. Um, I look for education. And then I look on, like, uniqueness. You know what I mean? How do I stand out? Yeah. A lot of people don't do the C4 content I do. 
like the CrossFit stuff. Oh yeah. The visuals yeah. and stuff. And I'm like, if I post that maybe two, three times a week, that's good. If I post educational fitness workouts two, three times a week, <clears> that's six posts a week, take a day off. That's it. So is that your differentiator, your, your C4 videos? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't see anyone doing that. Yeah. I don't see anyone doing the editing that I'm doing right now. <laughs> no, honestly, no. And how do you, so what do you do? Do you take clips, like, of you in the gym, then you, you throw them over, like, educational content, too? Or do you keep those separate? The educational with the C4? Yeah. Would, you ever, would you ever do that? Those are separate. Okay. There's there's DXD Bree who wears the vest and the Nike hat, and then there's DXD Bree with the informational workouts. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> keep them separate. Alter ego. Yeah, there's two different characters right there. So, yeah. I really like the vest DXD Bree, though. It's a vibe. We're it's like a super shit. villain. Exactly, yeah. I love that, man. I love that. But then at the same time, it was like, yeah, your style is cool, but this does not reflect to the bodybuilding era so it's like if i want to be a part of the bodybuilding era i gotta do the informational workouts right you know what i mean so is the, is the filmmaking visionary side is that just more of a hobby because obviously you're really talented in it thank you, you. Just do that thank you i appreciate that yeah uh that's all yeah that's just me being creative honestly i see an audio i like and then i kind of just think of it like a tempo beat to see how fast it can go and i'm like all right let's do it so it takes a long time but then, then you start matching up the, like the, the video to the, the audio yep. yeah yep oh that's yeah, so cool that's and, that, fun. and that's transformed you into doing videos for like small businesses now and even into real estate mm -hmm. videography right yep i do unrefined meal prep videos right now um and then shout out riley <laughs> right get your ass on here <laughs> and then i do the um the I just said probably at the intro and I got I think the trio next week so yeah we got we got stuff in the works right now so yeah it's just working my next uh, plan of action is just you know to go to these actual uh, brokerage teams and real estate teams and just you know go in the office introduce myself face to face and say hey here's my business card and here's my QR code I would love to do a, a free video for you guys or your new listing Bam. That'd Bam. be awesome. Yeah. Bam. For free. Who would, How do you say no? Exactly. How do you say no? Yeah, exactly. It's all a networking game. You guys know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's good for the agents because not only is it whatever helps sell the property, but it makes them look more professional and cool mm -hmm. on their own social platform. So right. it's a win-win. And it's free. Yeah. like That's the whole point of real estate videography because it's a booming business, but it's rare. You don't come across people who really do it. And someone yeah. that can do it well, too. We were literally just talking about this because Joey and I went up to Michigan this past weekend, and they have a killer videographer up there. And we were talking about it. Like, Cleveland, I feel like, is completely un unsaturated with real estate videography. Seriously. And, like, good, like, people that can do it well. Like, some people can, I feel you, know, like you, just pick, you could pick up a camera, go around, do some do some shots, like, take up your drone like I do, throw up some amateur shots. But when you have, like, quality and editing like yours, like, that's mm -hmm. a whole different story. I feel story. like it's saturated, but... It's not saturated well in quality, right? The quality's and not where saturated. we were at. It's such a small town. It's like, how do you? How did you find that guy? Yeah, he's out of nowhere. Cleveland's like probably five times bigger, and can't find anybody. Yeah. yeah, like that's one thing I'm getting hoping to get out of this to just establish a name here. Yeah, yeah, and then move elsewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like that's the beautiful part about starting here. You know what I mean? I'm like, you're right. It is unsaturated. And I'm like, it needs to be saturated. Like talking to the owner of the nine hotel right now you know what i mean it's just getting your foot in the door guys <laughs> getting your foot in the door what's his name conrad guys something like or that something like that yeah I used to work there yeah 
I haven't officially called him, but yeah. like, yeah, text him. So. Joe was slanging drinks on the rooftop. Uh, yeah, he has a private jet. Yeah, he does. Exotic on the yeah. rooftop. Like, what? He's he's building another one, I think, in uh, Florida. Exotic. Did you yeah. say he has a uh, jet yeah. on the rooftop? Yeah. Of the, of the nine? Of the nine. What? Yes. How does he take off? <laughs> I have no idea. Is a runway up there? <laughs> yeah. These are, <laughs> I haven't seen it, I haven't seen it myself. Riley told me. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> insane. Yeah. yeah, I was like, what? So yeah. it just sounds like a pain. Like, how do you get it down? It's <laughs> like getting a helicopter on top of jet. <laughs> yeah, like, with, makes no sense. It's sweet though. Yeah, that is when sick. you when you're like that, you do whatever you You've want. You got that kind of fuck you money. You can just throw a jet yeah. on your <laughs> hotel <laughs> rooftop. It is called the nine. Dude, yeah, that's the nine <laughs> hotel. That's the nine. So Dalen, if you had one piece of advice for anyone starting up in bodybuilding besides the consistency what would it be besides consistency yeah so yeah. what would you say is more important <laughs> is it the nutrition aspect or is it the working out aspect or is it they nutrition. go hand in hand nutrition they go so hand nutrition hand. comes first and then workout is kind of just like the tail end of it you're right right no i say nutrition posing workouts Nutrition posing, and posing. Really? Actually, yeah. So um, if you eat better, you're gonna look better. Obviously. Yeah. That's okay. Science. So do you <laughs> do you work out in the morning? Uh, uh, my time varies now. I mean, I do my fasted cardio in the morning. Yeah, and that works. So out. what do you eat? What do you eat in the morning? Uh, so like before I came here, I had two scoops of whey protein isolate, uh, thirty grams of oats, uh, a little scoop of peanut butter in it, and. Uh, what else? Uh, half a banana. Was that all in a shake? Yep. So I have a, I have a question. So I work out in the morning, right? Mm. And sometimes right after I work out, I don't eat anything. Yeah. That's so I, terrible for you. I know. Why? That's what I was, I was going to ask you this. <laughs> so I don't know. Sometimes I just don't. Like I'll get right to it and it'll be, it'll be like an hour, hour and a half. After I work out, you don't eat, drink any protein. You don't eat it. I will, like, I'll drink protein, I'll eat, but it'll be sometimes it's after an hour, hour and a half of working out. How important is that? Like, because I don't know, I've heard different things um, for, for you to eat right after yeah. workout. I mean, I would say an hour, hour and a half is reasonable. You know what I mean? Um, there's like a certain gap of protein synthesis that goes on throughout your body, which causes like your muscles to grow. And the most strict time is 30 minutes after your workout, post-workout. And then after it starts to get slower and slower every 30 minutes, you know what I mean? So that's why I like going home, eating right away, as soon as I can. Sometimes like a 20 minute drive home, you know what I mean? 15, 20 minute, but I'm like, yeah, that's normal. So I wouldn't say an hour and a half is bad, you right. know what I mean? But maybe three hours, two hours, you're, I'm like, what's wrong with you? I think my issue is I'm usually done at the gym at like 6.45. Mm-hmm. seven and i just don't want to eat that early for some reason like i you gotta get your body i'm like not morning. hungry in the morning that's at all why, that's why you guys aren't making gains damn you're not eating in the morning <laughs> yeah they call it a breakfast because you got to break the fast did you guys know that calling us out you got like you so when do you stop eating the night fast. before like you can stop eating at 10 11 o'clock that's what i do i stop eating at like 11 o'clock at night like, so when do you go to sleep like 11 o'clock yeah like right out because i was like my I would say like the, my last meal is literally two scoops of protein and Cheerios. When like right now on high days, low days just two scoops of protein. You know what I mean? Um, 
but then I just go to sleep right after. That's basically it. Dude, that's crazy because so, you hear a lot. Of, you hear a lot of different shit because a lot of people talk about like fasting for fourteen to eighteen hours a day and then just compressing all your meals into like six hours. I mean, I think there's a difference between a bodybuilder and then like a if you just want to be like you know look good. Oh, have a like a certain level of body fat percentage and stuff like yeah, the intermediate fasting works. I've done it. You know what I mean? I know what it's like. And sometimes it's like that even in prep when I do my fasted cardio, I have such a busy morning that I can't do my fasted cardio till like 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock. I'm fasted throughout the entire morning. I feel so good when I fast. Yeah. It feels I don't know good. What, it, feels it feels awesome. really good. Yeah. You wake up, you got energy, mm -hmm. you're alert. Yeah. You don't feel like foggy. You Are you fasted from the night before? So I did like a 36 hour fast. Oh, I did. Um, I did like a spiritual fast, uh, Esther, three day. For 72 hours oh yeah, yeah that, that one was good i really liked it yeah a lot. i felt good dude yeah real good yeah and then i started to do the intermittent from like i would eat noon to say noon to seven something mm -hmm. like that okay and that was still okay i mean yeah. it was, i was i was eating like you know healthy stuff in, in that mm -hmm. period yeah but um <clears throat> it's good to always shock your body yeah for sure just cleanse it out mm-hmm yeah. So are you saying like a combination of both is healthy or like intermittent fasting and then, you know, consistently eating throughout the day, like small meals? Or would you would you say there's a preference of one over the other? There's a preference of one over the other. I would never give intermediate fasting my blessing. You know what I mean? I don't prefer it um, to get to where I am now. I did not do it through intermediate fasting. So that's just, you know, false advertisement right there. You know what I mean? I've, I eat. Yeah. And I like eating frequent meals throughout the entire day because I feel like in order to keep your metabolism straight and have constant fat burning, just like after a HIIT workout or even after a low intensity interval, high, uh, low intensity interval workout, you literally are burning fat throughout the entire 24 hours of the day. So it's like you need to constantly be putting something in your system or else your body is going to burn or it's going to, um, how should I say, it? it's going to burn your muscle that you just put on instead of the carbs that you're supposed to be eating you know what i mean that's why you see most people who do their first show they don't preserve a lot of muscle right. because they're not sense. eating carbs crazy mm. right so carbs aren't bad carbs are not bad i listen to this i have never heard anyone who has gotten fat off of jasmine rice really i love jasmine rice so do i what's the other one i eat asian <laughs> people eat it all right chinese people eat it you see them fat Fuck no. All right, then. But, you know, no, I mean, that makes sense because, you know, the first show I saw, I went to, it was like, all these guys were skinny. I'm like, I, I thought they were supposed to be jacked. Yeah. But it was like all natural, you know, first show for a lot of people, a true novice. Mm -hmm. They don't understand the, you know, the retention. Yeah. And like, I was scared of carbs. I was scared. Like, before I got a coach, I was just doing the carnivore diet and I would just eat strictly meat and high fats, such as salmon, shrimp ground beef, eggs, avocado, nuts. And that was the only thing. I would really not eat carbs at all. And then I saw like the biggest difference. So what's your body fat percentage? Right now? Or when you were doing the show a few weeks ago? I'll say when I was doing the show, I was like 5%, 5 or 6%. Well, what do you think we are, like the three of us? Give us ratings. All right, I'm gonna definitely say. You need me to take my shirt off or? No. Right, cool. See, it's hard. It's hard. Um, I don't know. I've never test. I've never how do you, like, done one. How do you measure that? You have to go to an actual deco place because that stuff you see at Anytime Fitness and stuff is so false. 
Like the ones where they just hold yeah, it. Yeah, it's so the things, dude. Because yeah. they say, like, it's best to do it fasted, and most people who do it are not fasted. Right. You know what I mean? So I would definitely say 13%. <sighs> Give us a flex, Joe. Fit, yeah, 15 16%, yeah. And then Kevin, probably the same thing, 12%. Really? Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is, like, I went to – I remember I went to Fort Lauderdale during spring break, and I got down to 10.5 myself. But here's the beautiful part. Um, some, like, body fat percentages are just according to your height and weight, but obviously I'm more jacked than the regular 5'6", dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it just depends. You have to actually go in for a test. Yeah. So. Damn. I always felt like I was, like, in the 18s to 22, maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that's what a test is for. I'm that's true. Not, I'm not com- take it as a compliment. I'm not yeah, I know. Expert. Yeah. I feel good about that. 12%, damn. I'll take it. But with, the, with the hoodie on, too. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I'm trying to lose this water weight, I guess. <laughs> Just a random question. If you're cutting, should you take creatine? Uh, I, was, I was thinking about that. That's this. such a good question, actually. Yeah. You should? Yeah. Okay. Uh, there are two different types of creatine. There's creatine monohydrate and, creat- and micronized creatine. They both pull water into the system, but one is able to digest better than the other, and it's micronized. The micronized is able to digest better? Yeah. Monohydrate sits in your stomach, and what does creatine do? It pulls water. So if it sits in your stomach, it's going to pull water into your gut, not your muscles. Micronized creatine gets to throughout the entire body. So I thought my, I thought monohydrate was better. No. I say micronized because it has digestive enzymes in it. So therefore, if you guys ever take monohydrate creatine, you may catch yourself being bloated sometimes, and you wonder why. I'm feeling that right now. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, is, yeah. is the... Wait, so it's monohydrate. What's the other one? Micronized. Is monohydrate the powder or are they both powder they're both powders okay yeah one just has digestive enzymes the other doesn't but it's all it's also what your body best responds to like for really skinny guys monohydrate all the way but let's say you're a big guy you want to start experimenting on getting bigger muscles you know what i mean and you're not necessarily fat you know what i mean but you're fat at the same time i think i need to get back on the creatine yeah you do i think we all might we might have to on the uh metamorphosis training program Oh yeah, I forgot about that yeah, one. I like to do a control group of you guys. Are you gonna let's yeah. do it? You gonna yeah. send that shit over or what? I will. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, send the contract. Do it after. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, guys, we're gonna do a little something secret with uh, Dalen over here, but you'll see the results in thirty days. Got to. Gonna be huge. Yeah, yeah we'll, we'll be on stage in um <laughs> <laughs> June twenty first, twenty twenty four. Yeah, just see you guys pull up at the May 27th. I was like, hey, guys. I was like, you guys are watching the hall. We're getting on stage. <laughs> I'll be standing next to you. <laughs> Looking you guys, terrible. You guys are wearing the chunk. You're always wearing the thong. The thong. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, who let these guys? <laughs> I thought this was what we were supposed to wear. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, the reason I ask, I've never done a cut. Yeah. Like, I've always just, I don't know, just casual working out. You don't need a cut. I know. I always, like, I, yeah. I'm... I feel like I'm skinny always, so. Yeah. Your body type, you don't need to cut. You know what I mean? Is that a good thing? Or? Yeah, it means that you have a very fast metabolism. That's always a good thing. That just means you need you need more carbs. That's it. More jasmine rice? Yes. yes. I'm on it. I need to cut. For sure. Don't you look good, dude? I'm getting a little gut, dude. I'll say put on a little bit more muscle before more you muscle? start. Yeah. yeah. Before I start cutting? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When, when do you know when to start cutting? Like when? What? When you start hitting? The, I wouldn't say you should. I don't know. Like a plateau kind of thing, or what? 
It's just when you really want to, when you want to see a crazy transformation. Yeah. yeah. I think most people like, you know, like there, there have been this influence like Jeff Seed. He took his bulk too far. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. You don't want to be like one of those people. You know when to stop yourself. When you're like walking around. Like, okay. Yeah. Like when you can't look yourself in the mirror anymore, you need to cut. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I say. I'm like, I would never get to that point. I peaked up at 200 pounds. Damn. Lost 25 pounds in five weeks. 200 pounds at Impressive. five, six? Yes. Holy yes. I got up to 200 pounds and then lost 25 pounds in literally five weeks. That's drastic. Like my weight just. Five pounds a week? Yes. So you definitely lost some muscle mass there. No. I mean, I mean, I kept it all, really. I mean, you can say that, but I mean, to where I was, it was like you still saw the muscle there, but like my abs were gone and stuff. It was a dirty look. It was a dirty <laughs> yeah. look. Um, but I just know that my body was able to cut. So I was like, all right, let's get up to 200 pounds. And then by the time I hit stage, I was like 168. And now I'm like 172 right now. Wow. So for me to get to 200 pounds, that's not easy. That's not an easy task. Yeah. What kind, of, what kind of weight are you pushing on bench? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone asks me this question. And I always say, well, dude, like, you're, I'm not a power lifter. Well, dude, I'm your a chest is like, like two ribeye steaks. Oh, my. You was <laughs> Big old chicken cutlets right like, there. Oh my god! Got a shelf up there. No, you you will you will literally see me. Because <laughs> that should stay. Oh my it god! It'll for sure. It stay. probably could stay. It probably could stay. Um, maybe if I got a pump. If you yeah. like do one of these. But no, like I don't I don't do a lot of bench. I do I do reps. So like my max on bench is. Um, 265 and that was that was from over a year ago now it's yeah. like i'm only pushing like 205 185 right now maybe because i've been in prep you know what i mean yeah but i always say like there's a difference like my whole objective is that i am a bodybuilder i am not going to injure my body right now i'm way too young to for injure sure my body. Yep. there's no point of me doing 405 on squats there's no point of me doing 315 on bench there's no point of that. So you're just wrapping them out. My point is to get on stage. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not going to do that benching 315. I think I have <laughs> I think I just got your answer to this, but I want to know cuz it's another thing that I get mixed information on. Mm -hmm. like basically it's saying like you need to lift heavy to get bigger. Yeah. To, you do. Don't give me the intensity always has to be there, but I feel like there's a strong emphasis on the uh, model you need to utilize your carbs. Utilization. And that's when you eat the carbs and it's like it's the, the whole purpose is for you to like kind of stretch out the muscle and just for your muscle fibers to grow you know what i mean so therefore it was like if i have a big meal i just i'm just utilizing the carbs i'm doing all cables at that point you know what i mean because i just want to oh, get okay. as much yeah, yeah. blood flow to the area as much as i can as much stretch yes yeah. as much blood flow yeah so I just yeah, that's my whole take on that. I'm yeah, I'm a bodybuilder, man. I don't yeah. I don't do the science anything. behind that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's all science. Yeah, it's all science. See, that makes me feel better about myself because I was thinking like, oh, I got to get back to the weight I was at before, and then like, and then start building up in my body. But mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna start taking that route. Just yeah. like, you know, do like an RP eight or something of like mm -hmm. eight to ten reps. Yeah, uh, I was I'd say twelve. Twelve. Ten to twelve. Ten to twelve reps. Yeah. Ten to twelve reps. Cool. Because that's that's hypertrophy, and if you want to look lean, you know what I mean like little fat you just gotta do high reps more sets that's basically all it is i do three sets of 12 for everything everything maybe four sets first set is always a warm-up so four sets four really. sets yeah yeah no i like that yeah it makes me feel way better about myself mm -hmm. 
Like, what's the whole point of me deadlifting? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? What's the whole point of me deadlifting, like, 500, 600 pounds? Like, strength? You yeah. don't need to, like, like, you're just you going to need that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You're going to be in pain the next day, and then that'll hinder your performance the next day, too. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode 22, crazy, of yeah, Real to Real Podcast. Thank you so much, Dalen, for stopping on and giving us some great insight into the bodybuilding life, the videography life everything of the sort appreciate you bro until next time peace out peace you are now tuned in with real to real are you for real that was fun